0: Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. And welcome once again to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Felipe Thompson. Yes, and I am Steve Lacey better known as Phil Thompson. And with us today is... Dylan Burroughs. Dylan, how are you? Doing great.
1: Good to be with you again today.
0: All right. It's good to be with you. Dylan's part of our team, folks. Uh, We do this podcast every week, and occasionally we invite Dylan. We let him out of his cage, and he comes in and he he shares wonderful information with us. Right, Dylan?
1: (laughs) That's right. I always enjoy the time. All right. Good deal. How are you today, Steve? I'm
2: doing good. I like Dylan's cage better than mine, though, so.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm looking at his background there. What's behind you there, Dylan? It's kind of blurry, but it looks like you got the kitchen sink back there or something. Yeah, the kitchen yeah.
1: background. I have to blur out so you don't see my little fish in the bowl that I keep over there to keep me <laughs> company during the day.
0: All right. Well, look, uh, we do this podcast, folks, every week, and we're a tech company that helps people with streaming video and mobile apps and website and content management. We talk about a lot of things because all of us have been involved in church work for many, many years, more than we want to admit, but we love the church. We love helping churches use technology, and that's why we do this. So we talk about a variety of different things. If you've listened to the podcast, we do a lot of different things here. It's all related to ministry and church, but today we're going to talk about some tech stuff. We're going to talk about streaming video again, and uh, as we are recording this, uh, it's a few days away from Easter. Uh, And we'll probably, once we're done recording this, we'll upload it and, uh, you know, you might get it before Easter if you subscribe to our podcast or catch it on YouTube. Uh, And we're going to talk a little bit about how you can connect and kind of move forward with the people that were watching your Easter service online, maybe even drop in a few ideas for those who came to your church if we have time. Uh, And, you know, if you don't catch this right away, you can still use these things all year round. Uh, because uh, it's you know part of why we do streaming video or encourage you to do that is not just for the sake of streaming video but to connect with people and hopefully uh, help people connect with God and each other and and hopefully even your church. that would be a good thing, right guys? Exactly. Yeah.
2: So the main theme here is connecting with those that watch the right your
0: live stream, right? Yeah, that's, that's our potential title here. So okay. connecting with those who watch your live stream. And and we have some features that maybe are unique to us, streamingchurch.tv, because we are a company that does provide streaming video. Uh, but there are some things you could use no matter who you use. Or if you're not using streaming video, we'd encourage you to try it and you can try it with us for free. But enough self-promotion here, enough self-gloss Uh, Let's just jump into it. Dylan, why don't you take the the, the realm here because uh, these are your notes and I like what you had to say.
1: Sure. Well, we have a lot of different options, but thing I want to start off with is unique to our organization. It's the idea of chatting with people on the platform during the live streaming service. I tell people, if you're live streaming, that's one level. You're doing great, but if you don't have someone, an online pastor or a moderator in the discussion during your service, you're really missing out on that level of engagement. So when you live stream, whether it be uh, directly through our platform, form or using Facebook Live or other options, you need to have someone who's monitoring those comments. If someone shares a prayer request, be right there. If someone has a question or a problem, be able to kind of direct traffic, just like a pastor would on stage during a church service. That way they feel like they're part of something, not just watching something on a screen.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, now, let me throw this at you, Dylan, and uh, <clears throat> you'll, you'll, I'll throw you a curveball here. I have had some people tell us, well, you know, we, we were monitoring our chat and we were, we were there, but nobody seemed to want to chat with us. Uh, and there's, I, I know there's, there's, a, there's a way, there's an answer to that, but let me throw that at you. What if you, you get somebody saying, well, you know, nobody seems to want to talk. Uh, what would you tell them?
1: Right. Well, at first, there's going to be silence. So you're the one who has to initiate. So it could be something as simple as tell us where you're from. And someone says, oh, I'm from Texas or I'm from Idaho. But it could also be tell us your favorite Bible verse. It could be something just to get people talking and started. And from there, build the discussion, just like you would in any conversation, whether it be in person or on social media. So the goal is just to connect and to communicate back and forth. So you may have to start it. But once you're started, most people who are watching a stream are excited to communicate with people.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. Steve, your two cents on this?
2: Oh, I was uh, I was dropping in on other uh, actually one of the the service one of the churches that use our service and they were actually using a different platform, mm. and the the vibe is very different on different different platforms. So I don't know. Shameless plug for ours. I really like the way ours works. It's our <laughs> much more vibrant than others, and so it's it gives you the ability to. To jump in and chat, you see when people arrive to the service, and so you can, you know, you know there, you don't have to wait for them to mm-hmm. initiate their action for the chat. So I don't know, yeah. it's just one of the, you know, I I I like a really vibrant um, service that's going on, and you can see you know what's what's
0: happening, and yeah. if you want to
2: sit back and not participate, you can, but at least other people know
0: you're there. I, I would liken it to uh, to you know I lead a small group and uh anybody who's kind of been a mod, been a like a kind of facilitator of some kind of a small group you you have to ask questions as as you were saying mm-hmm. Dylan you you got to kind of stir the pot a little sure, bit get it started yeah you know people are kind of sitting back and they're not sure what's going on and and uh so I would liken it to even like a real life small group you you you, you ask some questions and Try to get some opinions, and uh, you know, uh, don't judge anybody for their 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 answers or whatever. But you allow them to to share some things, and I think that will definitely help uh, to stimulate some conversation in your chat.
2: Yeah, and yeah. I think our um, speaking of the small group thing, our our small group leader does a really good job with. Not only he'll he'll you know someone that he has a pretty you know really good relationship with, he'll single them out and say, Phil, what do you think about this? Or why are you in this situation? Or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, whereas you were like, oh, I'm just, you know, it gets you involved. And so then that brings other people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, good deal. All right. So yeah, so chatting, again, a a great way to connect with people and uh, just a very useful tool uh, that I think, you know, Steve said, everybody should use it if you can. And Dylan, I, I think it's a great opportunity. All right, so moving on. Dylan, what's another idea?
1: Right. Well, chatting in the platform itself is ideal, but also social media, because most of you are going to be live streaming on a platform of some kind. Maybe it's YouTube, maybe it's Facebook or somewhere else. But when you stream on a social site, you have to be prepared for what's going to happen on that social site. You can't control everything that happens, but you can monitor the comments. So when people are live streaming, what I like to do is have one window up that has our platform, the service, and another window up that has Facebook Live. Mm -hmm. So you can watch the comments on both places and comment on both as you're going along. Uh, That way you're not missing out. You might do this on YouTube as well, but it's not as interactive as Facebook Live tends to be where people are giving emojis and comments and thumbs up throughout the time that you're talking. So it gives you a chance to give real live interaction at the moment it's happening. So if someone says, oh, that's a great song, I love that one. You can comment back on Facebook Live and say, oh, I like that song, too. It's one of the best uh, that we do at our church. And uh, you can you know, pray for somebody if they share a prayer request. Or you can say, hey, we're reading out of the ESV just so you know which version we're using. Or whatever the, the comment is in a way that shows people that you're not just pushing content out, but you're actually wanting to have a conversation with people. And I think that means a lot. For that seeker who's afraid to maybe come to your church, but will get online and watch a service, and suddenly someone says, oh, I like your comment. Thanks for sharing. And that person says, wow, these people really care about me. And it goes that
0: extra step. Yeah, I think that's so true. And again, I, there's always going to be people that don't respond. Uh, but, you know, it's kind of like the follow-up stuff, you know. I mean, even if somebody doesn't, I'm getting a little ahead of myself here. But, you know, any even if people don't necessarily respond, they still get the message, you know, Mm -hmm. like, oh, that person cares. Oh, yeah, that's that's nice. They're asking questions and they're involved, they're around, you know. right Right. good stuff yeah
1: yeah and then social media is the part i like to encourage you know where you're streaming on your platform which is step one it's what we encourage use a platform that's church-based but not to forget all the other options that are out there so depending on your setup you may want to stream to youtube to facebook to twitter to other providers that are out there that people are using in your church and we can help you with that we have some options of streaming church that do it but also depending on the encoding system that you use or software you use you can go in and choose other options so you're streaming one video, but it's going out to multiple locations to help reach more people and more more opportunities to yeah. serve.
0: Yeah, um, One of the things I've, I have heard over the years of doing this is that, well, what if somebody comments something that we don't like or something that's inappropriate? Uh, and I'll, I'll just go ahead and answer that. Well, I'll, I'll let me throw that at Steve Lacey. Yeah. Uh, Steve, what, what happens when somebody's well, commenting <laughs> stuff? And, you know, and on our,
2: our platform, you know, on Facebook, I'm not sure, too sure, but on our platform we have moderated chat, so yeah. you can go in and and block someone so that they they don't show up, their comments don't show up, and they become invisible to everyone else. So they can still, you know, watch the service. And they can still bang on their keyboard, but every it will all be in vain. <laughs> yeah,
0: you muted them, right? And so, yes, most you,
1: social media, it, you know, your two options are: you can delete that post if it's something inappropriate, or you can also ban the user. So right. similar to our platform, if someone's just causing trouble and you know they're up to no good, you could ban the user so they can't come back to your particular channel anymore and comment.
0: Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I I find it interesting. Uh, I, you know, when we were first doing this, you know, I don't know about 10 years ago or so, uh, we, we I think we rarely had any church tell us, you know, oh, somebody's inappropriate, you know, I mean, maybe one or something. But I've noticed, and I think this is the way it is now, just in the world we live, especially with social media now being so prevalent. Uh, now I do have people ask me, you know, our customers ask me like, oh, I need to ban somebody. How can I do that? You know, whereas years ago, I didn't see that as very common. Uh, I don't think it's very common
2: now either. I think the fear is a lot bigger than the reality. you mm-hmm. say, oh, if I'm on this, then I'm going to get, you know, you know, there's a couple yeah. of uh, expectations that are unrealistic. One is if I stream it on the internet, everyone will show up, and therefore I'll have to, you know, and the other piece is that people will misbehave.
0: And mm-hmm. it's really
2: not that way. I mean, people that are familiar with your ministry will will attend and and you won't get that many
0: haters that are being obnoxious. Yeah, that's true. All right. Good. All right. So, uh, as we're talking here about, you know, connecting with those who have watched uh, your streaming video, uh, Dylan, take us to the next step sure
1: so you can chat you can use social media but in our system we also have a follow-up system that's based via email so when a person comes to your live stream they have the option to put in their email address And then they get an email following as a first time guest that has a little script. Thanks for showing up. We appreciate it. And you can customize it however you want the same Mm -hmm. for their second and third visit. And if somebody comes back who hasn't been there, say, 30 days or more or two months or more, however you set that up, they get another message. And it's just a short way to show we care and we're glad that you came and, and you matter to us. So email is one of those things that are often overlooked when it comes to streaming because you're not capturing the email up front. But if you're using a platform like ours that offers that as an option, it's a great way to get someone's attention after the video and say, we appreciate you and, and we, we just want to reach out and show you that we care.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, if you don't happen to use, again, we're self-glossing here, but if you don't mm-hmm. happen to use us, uh, you could still capture people's email if you had some type of a connection card that was uh, you know, accessible to your viewers So, and again, with our platform, you can actually put in a hyperlink and put images in there and people could connect, you know, fill out a connection card while they watch the stream. Uh, There may be some other options out there with other platforms that other people make, but if you don't have the follow-up, the automatic follow-up feature that we have here, which is pretty unique, uh, we still want to encourage you to somehow, some way, if you can capture that person's Contact information, if they'll give it to you in some way, and uh, you know, again, there's connection cards out there. What's the one, uh, Steve Jot? I think it's Jot Form, right? right. Yeah, uh, yeah. You used to use it, and at- it's yeah. Just just kind of
2: adding on to that, you know, people are really they focus on those that come to the service, you know, and they walk through the door and they say, oh, we got to follow up with these people but they may not put the same amount of effort into someone visited me online. Mm-hmm. And we really need to treat those that come online just like we treat those that come in person. You know, We wanna follow yeah. up with them and mm-hmm. um, try to f- encourage them to provide some information so that we can yeah. connect with them afterwards. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, uh, and so there's different ways to do that, but uh, get creative with that, uh, absolutely. Okay, uh, Dylan, moving on to how we can connect with people.
1: Right. Another area that we really recommend is this idea of prayer online. If you're live streaming or whether you're doing a seminar or a class or small group online, I always take time no matter what I'm doing and say how can we be praying for each other today some people don't want to share but then there might be that one person says my mom just found out she had cancer and Mm -hmm. instead of saying oh that's too bad I'll pray for you you have a whole group of people who suddenly come around this person and the power of that prayer one is spiritually strong but two is relationally strong for that person and means a lot and will keep them connected in a special way
0: Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and it's a great opportunity—the the live prayer through chat. Uh, again, we offer that, and I'm, I'm I'm thinking there might be some other companies that do. But again, if you don't have that luxury, uh, you're missing out. Uh, but again, maybe a connection card or something like that—a digital connection card—is what I'm getting right. at. Would uh, might be mm-hmm. something where you can get that prayer request and 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 be be sure and you know pray for them and follow up with them. Yeah. So-
1: well it's it's a very important step and you can also take those requests to your offline prayer team as well if you have a weekly prayer gathering or a right. team that gets an email once a week with all the prayer requests add those to it because those are just as important like Steve said as those people mm-hmm. who come in the door of your church on a Sunday.
2: Right. Yeah. And I just reemphasizing that same notion. I know at my church and I'm sure at a lot of churches, you know, at the end of the service they'll say if you need prayer, you know, see elder, you know, go to the prayer corner or the prayer area and there's we got you know, Jerry or Joe or Mary there to, to to pray with you. And you want to treat, you want to have that same avenue <laughs> online. Mm-hmm. You know, if you need yeah. prayer, click on, you know, the web host picture and he'll pray with you
0: yeah. uh, or whatever that's, it may be. Uh, that's always been, and Steve, you're kind of the architect on this whole thing. Uh, the, the vision of, that we've always had is that, you know, we want to kind of replicate in a way the online streaming as it would be, you know, for your church if you walked in the actual facility, the building. We want to try to replicate that online as best as possible uh, to take care of those needs. And of course, as we've said many times, that many people will watch your service who are close by your church, and if they like what they see and there's a connection point there somehow, they will show up many times to your actual facility. And uh, it's just a great tool to help people, to reach people, connect with people, and help them with their spiritual walk. So. All right. Moving on.
1: Right. Well, that takes us to our next step, which is this idea of inviting people who watch your stream to your live services. We read a recent study on live streaming of church services, and it said that 42% of the people watching their live stream were within driving distance of the local church. Mm -hmm. So over 40% of the people who watch you streaming, you could theoretically say, oh, if you enjoyed this, come and see us next Sunday in person and catch it yourself. So it's almost this idea of watching a movie trailer, and if you like it, you go see the film when it comes out, apply to the church context. So you watch it, you go, wow, that was a great sermon. That was a great service. I'd like to go there sometime. And maybe the next Sunday you show up in person and you make a connection that's far beyond what you'd see on the screen. So don't forget those people who are watching are often the same people who are the new friends and neighbors who come into the church doors the next week.
0: Yeah, that's that's so true. Yeah.
2: It's the the lowest barrier to entry to get to a church is just attend online. You don't even have to get dressed, right? So <laughs> you don't have to get in your car, you don't have to get dressed. You, you may not even need to get out of bed, you know, <laughs> and you could still go to the church online. That's right. So it's, you know, a lot of the, you know, people will make excuses for not showing or not going to church, but this really lowers the bar so that you can get those first timers exposed to your church. Yeah. And like you said, 42% of them are within driving distance. And if it works, I, I kind of like, I like your uh, illustration of it's the trailer and then going to the movie thing.
0: Yeah. It's a good illustration. Uh, ob- yeah, it's, it's that's that's awesome uh, uh, ideas there, and they definitely are true. All right, so. Uh, inviting people, and then uh, let's let's move to the next level, Dylan. What's, what's Sure.
1: The, the last one I have is this idea of going beyond the service and connecting small groups that could even meet online. And I know some of you have experience with this. You can share a little bit Steve and Phil, but this idea that if someone's attending online as a streamer, you can say, would you like to meet in a small group that meets online? And you have a certain Bible study at a certain time, whether you Skype or Google Hangout or something that's just audio, that someone is not just watching a stream, but they're actually doing life together, whether it's digitally or in person. So it's a great next step for someone who might be too far away to attend your church or for whatever reason can't come, but still wants to grow spiritually in a small group context.
0: Yeah, Yeah, And it's really a good tool. It really is. It's a good tool for people that perhaps can't get out or if you do happen to connect with people that are far, far away, you know, which uh-huh. we have done when we were streaming years ago with uh, when I was overseeing that department with Steve's church, you know, we, we were doing small groups with people, you know, 1500 miles away or more, you know? Yeah. 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 So cool. we would
2: do, we do, there was a couple of modes here. One is, you know, hundred percent online small group where everyone's online. And then I think what might be really, has worked well with us is this mixed mode deal where there's a yeah, you know, there's a group that meets in person, and open that that small group up to others to attend. You know, I tell the story. We had this lady that, for health reasons, mm-hmm. um, couldn't leave her her home, right. but we we set a chair up for her and we stuck a laptop in the chair, and so she's she's there. You know, in the group, and we're all you know going around the you know, hey, how's it going? How's your week been? And,
0: you know, so it was it was right. kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, that that's a pretty cool tool. Yeah, absolutely, good deal. So uh, again, as I said at the beginning beginning of this podcast, uh, you know, Easter is coming up when we're recording this right now, and we'll, we're we're going to get it out. So I know many of you subscribe to the Church Solutions podcast, so you you may very well get this uh, before Easter. Uh, but I do want to emphasize this, and that is. Uh, you know, you have other things going on at your church, or you should, uh, after Easter. I mean, there's, you know, I think there's a stat out there that said 93% of the pastors' survey said that, you know, Easter was, the, was their busiest time of the year. Uh, and you get a lot of people either showing up in person or you'll get people watching online. So why not take that opportunity to promote what's coming up next So you got Easter's done. It doesn't have to be a huge letdown. You can certainly, you're certainly probably not going to have all those people come back, but you can certainly get the word out about certain activities and events coming up. You got Mother's Day happening in May. You've got uh, a new sermon series probably coming up. You've got activities for spring moving forward. You know, get that information out there on your live stream either through the chat or, or hyperlinks on your platform. Certainly have it on your website and direct people to your website saying, hey, look, we're glad you came today. Here's what's coming up next. So you can kind of encourage them to come back, uh, you know, so it's not just a you know, once-a-year once a year deal like Dylan and I were talking about in our webinar. What was it? Creasters, we called them. Right, uh, yeah. People show up for Christmas, Easter, and that's it, Creasters. But you can get some of those people to come back if you – you know, get the right information out there. And if you've, if you've crafted stuff that will appeal to them, and, and again, it's all about connecting with people so that they can connect with you and connect with God.
1: Yes. And what I wanted to leave people with is so often we look at technology as a tool to see how many views we can get or how many clicks we can get. But really, this is just the opposite. How can we take technology and minister more effectively to that individual person who watches your live stream, connects with you online and needs to know more about how to grow in their walk with God? So please think about it at the individual level as well. See how can you engage with those people? How can you minister to each person and show them the love of Jesus?
0: Yeah, that's right. It's it's one person at a time, uh, you know. It, it's it's connecting with one family, one person at a time. That's really what it's all about. And uh, and technology is a great tool that you can use. So, all right, guys, any closing words before we wrap up? Oh, this is great! Great stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Thanks, Dylan. Dylan is the guy that provided us the notes on this, and uh, pretty good, Dylan. We'll we'll let you out of your cage again sometime in the near future. <laughs> uh, yes,
1: hey, is a this good,
0: good conversation. Yes. It is good conversations. All those folks we'd like to, speaking of inter- interactivity, uh, we'd love to hear from you. i uh, love to get your comments on what we've talked about, maybe uh, some thoughts on it, you know, maybe add to the list perhaps, or uh, just feedback is good. It's always good. And you can just send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. That's one way to contact us. You can chat with us online during business hours by just going to streamingchurch.tv. And we'd love to hear from you. Love to get your thoughts on this podcast. been doing it for a long time. This is like, what is this, Steve? Episode number 5065, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Episode two when you had Moses on, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had Moses on. That was one of our first, if I remember right. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, all right, guys. Hey, we appreciate uh, appreciate you, Steve and, and Dylan. And uh, we appreciate you folks listening to the Church Solutions Podcast. We hope that you have a great day and uh, have a great Easter, have a great year. But catch us next time for another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care.